The Uriguaze podcast channel is brought to you by First Nations Fiber. Welcome to the Uriguaze front page podcast. This week, our guests are Lisa Sky and Tyler Gilbert from Dedewajat de Genhas, the local nonprofit organization that helps Anawagaronu who are going through cancer treatments. Have you ever been gaming or working online classes and your internet service constantly gets interrupted? First Nations Fiber is about to ensure that just won't happen again. Get ready for high speed at a new level. Click on fnfiber.com and sign up today. First Nations Fiber, empowering people through connectivity. Joined in studio by Lisa Sky and Tyler Gilbert from Dedewajat the Genhas. They're the local group that puts on the Purple Ribbon Walk or have put on the Purple Ribbon Walk in years past. Lisa, can you give us a little bit of a, of a history about the uh, the group? Okay. First of all, thank you for having us. Dedewajat the Genhas was started in um, 2016. Just to give you a little background, there was a, a woman, a local woman in town that needed help. And she said to us, in the end, to make a long story short, she got she got her health benefits uh, paid by by Health Canada after several applications, and so we and she said to us, "If you're going to fundraise, I don't want it just for me. I want it for the whole community because there's a lot of other people in Gunawaga that need help." So we said, "Okay." So that was the birth of it. We we started fundraising from that that spring on, and um, we've been around for. Six years. And one of the major fundraisers you guys do, right, is the Purple Ribbon Walk. And of course, I think people need to, you know, hear a little bit more about how that got started and some of the reason behind it, you know, because we're, it's an organization that, that helps people who are going through cancer treatment, correct? Right. We help people with active, people active who are treatment. active treatment. Yeah. The, the Purple Ribbon Walk hasn't been able to be hosted in the last couple of years. Because yeah. of pandemic and Everybody knows we've been through that for the last two and a half years. You want to take it, Tyler? Yeah. So like Lisa said, for the past two and a half years, I mean, all through COVID, it's, it hasn't gone on. And even the same for this year, we will not be hosting it uh, here in 2022 for the reason that we like to have our recipients and other patients and cancer uh, patients going through cancer treatment as well to be there and to celebrate with us. So we felt as a committee that it wouldn't be right to invite all these immunocompromised, have them all in in one place where the possibility of catching COVID is greater than needs to be. So for that reason, we're not having it this year, but we're hoping, fingers crossed, that uh, next year it's brought back uh, bigger and better. You know, with, with Purple Ribbon Walk not taking place this year and the last two years, what type of things are you guys doing to raise awareness for, you know, did the Wajat the Genhas and to, you know, maybe raise some money to, to help people who are in need? But we have a few smaller fundraisers that have been going on, um, in the past, we had Super Bowl squares, mini lotto tickets. Well, we kind of took a little bit of a break as it's a volunteer committee. So we've all been working through COVID or dealing with COVID at the same time. But that's the reason for kind of this push is to promote um, and get back out there and make sure that the community knows we're there and we're still there to help. Also, in the last two years, there's been a, quite a few donations that have come our way without even having to ask or to go actively go out and seek donations. You know, through the last few years, our Dedewatch at the Genhaus has getting, the name is getting out there now and people know what we're about. So um, in lieu of flowers, say per se, when somebody passes away, some people opt to give donations to Dedewatch at the Genhaus. And we've been able to stay afloat quite generously through the generosity of many people from town giving donations, you know. 
Yeah. Uh, we also had the bingo. K103 oh, yeah. did a bingo last week and gave us $1,000, I believe, for that. Yeah. But that's really helping is the generosity of the community. A lot of single donations coming in when people pass away from cancer. Through our memorial Through cards. Through memorial cards. And those memorial cards could be... Yeah, those memorial cards can be purchased, uh, not purchased, but picked up rather at um, Iron Horse. So if a family is interested or has questions, they can reach out to us in lieu of flowers to have memorial cards. And uh, for the community, they can be picked up at Iron Horse or through one of our committee members if need be. How important is fundraising and donations to your organization? It's critical. We can't we can't go on if we don't have that. We can't help anybody if we don't have money No, to help out. It's It's absolutely 100% critical. How much money, I guess, every year do you look at at giving out? It's not a set amount, right? So the way the process works is for, so like if a family or a community member is um, looking for some support, the process is we ask that you either reach out to one of our committee members or through Facebook, through, sorry, Dadwa Jadagenha's Facebook page, and you would submit a letter stating kind of what you need help with. And hopefully like, a dollar amount or what you're looking for, whether it's to pay bills or to pay for parking or support with groceries or uh, babysitting or whatever the case may be. There's many different um, avenues that that we're willing to help with um, as long as you're going through active treatment. So the funds aren't exactly the same for each person. It differs, It's different every year, depending on the requests. I think we've helped 48, yeah, 48. people to date. 48 different families have tapped in wow. and, and the, the, every request is different. Like you said, you know, some people and, might need help with bills and some people might need help with gas to get to the hospital. Or the groceries, whatever, groceries, housekeeping. Housekeep, yeah. So it, another thing too, 48 sounds like a small number over the course of six years, but what, what we like people to remember is that sometimes this it, it's not a one-shot support. Like if you're going through active treatment, which can last for a period like a year or two. Even longer. There's yeah. some people who are terminal who we've been supporting throughout the six years. So it's not just a one-time, one-shot deal, you know what I mean? So yeah. it, 48 sounds small, but in the sense that some, some of those 48, it's more than a year, two years, three years that we're supporting them with different things. Why do you guys get involved in, in, in things like this? I mean, volunteerism in the community is, is huge, right? And and, and people uh, get involved in various, various causes and, and because they're, you know... Usually it's because it's a, it's an issue that's close to their heart, yeah. whether it be sports or healthcare or, or wherever. But, you know, why is it that, you know, that you guys have decided to be involved in the Dewajat Degenhas and doing what you guys do? For me personally, I've, I've lost a, a mother and a father to cancer. So um, my sister has had cancer. So cancer has directly affected my family. And uh, we know the struggles that are real and... I have time on my hands to help. So that's why I do it. Yeah. And and that was the original, going back to how it started, that was the original case where, um, I don't remember if it was six or seven of these ladies that sat around a kitchen table, yeah. but each person on around that table, and the same is for today, each person on our committee was either directly affected in the sense that they either had cancer or they were a caregiver to somebody with cancer. So the same for me when I joined three years ago, just the year before COVID. I think it's three years ago, actually. The same for me. I had just lost my grandmother to cancer. And then this past January, the same thing. I lost my dad to cancer. So for me, seeing, and I think it's the same for, for all of us, actually, on the committee. It was yeah. seeing the impact that cancer, the toll it can take on a family, not just 
emotionally and all that, but also financially, if you don't have the means to, to be able to support yourself or your family or those with kids. So that, that's kind of our motivating, motivating yeah. force. And, and that's key, what he said, family, because, you know, one person has cancer in the family, but it affects the whole family. And our families are big, you know, our families are extended families. We, and, and it doesn't even have to be a family member. It could be your best friend. And, you know, cancer is so prominent out there. It's, it's everywhere. I don't think there's anybody that can say they haven't been affected by somebody with cancer. And then going through the treatments, it's also, yeah. you know, it's a daunting task, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and every year you hear more and more things are getting removed from what's covered by, by Medicare and non-insured right. health yeah. benefits and yeah. stuff like that. So, so, you know, something like this is, you know, it becomes critical, right? It does. It, it, it does. It impacts the whole family, you know, when you don't have enough money to pay your bills because you lose your job and UI is not cutting it. Or if you're lucky to have UI, you know, you need help and you need, and, and that's what we're here for. We're Especially here to, a family with kids. Yeah. With, and so if there's only one income coming into that household, how are they able to continue to provide and make sure that there's enough food on the table or even the basic needs, like for, for, for one family, it's like we may provide school supplies or um, toys at a certain time of year, you know what I mean? So there's different things and that's that's why it's on a case-by-case case basis for the for the funds to be distributed because as long as you're going through active treatment, we we try to help. I just want to get back. Did they watch the Genhus, how we got that name? It means we help each other. And uh, I have the pleasure of working at Cadre Hospital. And when we were coming up with this program, this, this new initiative, I asked one of our residents and her name was um, Marie, Marie uh, Cross. She was one of my patients. And I said, we need a name. We're starting this group. And I told her about it. <gasps> and she said it, she just pulled it. I said, what, what are we going to call it? We want to give it a Mohawk name. And she said it, we help each other. That's what you are doing. I said, yes, that's perfect. Thank you. So brought it back to the group and that's how we got our name, you know? And it, it truly is that because yeah. Like Lisa said, throughout COVID, it was donations from the community. So when you think about it, it's the community helping community or community members helping community members. Throughout the pandemic, you you know, not able to, to gather and have, have events. And uh, you're talking about, you know, some some donations that that came from community members. Is there any any particular community member you'd like to acknowledge for, for donations, uh, you know, or, or, or they'd prefer to remain an, uh, anonymous? Some, be, some prefer to be remain anonymous, but we, we could acknowledge uh, Brandon. For sure. Brandon White was um, yeah, a big supporter. A big of support. Yeah, he came on board a couple of years, maybe a year or two before he passed away. And he he was like our number one ambassador. Yeah. Of uh, right well, down to his car. Yeah, his car, yeah. NASCAR. He was a big supporter and he helped us raise uh, awareness and a lot of funds. You know, he took us took he took us to our his races. Yeah. And he got a lot of uh Support from the outside. Yeah, as well. Yeah. Acknowledge, yeah. yeah. Also a good ambassador. I mean, just a side note, we talk about like men's mental health and how men aren't always as expressive. So when we find when male patients get cancer, um, they may not be as quick to ask for help or maybe more shy to talk about it. So having Brandon um, kind of be a, like she said, an ambassador or a, even a spokesperson for us in the sense that he was he was going out there and making sure that there was awareness brought brought to our group and um even personally himself reaching out to other other men that he knew that had cancer so that was a a big support for us and just knowing that there 
having somebody on their side. Okay. And, and, you know, I guess, uh, you, you know, user, user starting this, this push to reinvigorate and reinform the community about, about the things that you guys are doing. Uh, what are some of the, the, the things you have planned over the next uh, little while? We will be having another um, mini lotto going out, uh, I believe, in November. Um, we'll also be doing an online penny fair, um, like you see, like you see with all the wheels online, um, something like that in in the in the near future. But that, that's geared more towards Christmas, maybe late November. Yeah, penny fair with toys for the kids. Nice. Uh, so it'd be a fundraiser to get families involved. You know, get kids excited. We are going to be. I I think this will come out the day of, so we'll be at the walk to recovery as well. Um, doing some promotion there, um, trying to speak to some people, make sure that people understand what we're what we're there for and how we can help, and um, doing some giveaways there. But for for now, that's all we have. We don't have anything big, like huge planned. But um, hopefully next year, once we can get this walk back up and going, it's going to be our our biggest our biggest fundraiser yet. You, you know what? I also I'm still still thinking of people we can acknowledge. Um, I think we should absolutely make an acknowledgement to all the. Kahnawake Mohawk beaters and crafters that have supported us throughout the years. Yes. They have given amazing, beautiful donations and we've raised, oh, at least uh, $10,000 on each raffle. And that's, there's a lot of people that have contributed a lot of our local artists and artisans. And uh, that's, we can't, we can't say thank you enough to them. That's time stakingly, you know hours and hours of their craft going into making a raffle, a big raffle for us. It's just... Trying to remember how many prizes we had last time. Uh, oh, I think we had, I don't know, I want to say... Over, over, over 50. 50 yeah. Over 50 prizes, the last raffle. Okay, Yeah, wow. I think, yeah. So that's big. And that's, you know, that's just word of mouth. And you call, you call somebody and they... And I don't think anybody ever said no. You know, can we need... Can you make us anything? We've had crowns, we've had whimsies, we've had moccasins, earrings, uh... Ribbon shirts, ribbon shirts, ribbon skirts, baskets, costos. Uh, we've had every type of traditional artwork out there, paintings. And that's from our local artists and artisans. And that's huge. You know, they're works of art. They're right? works of art. And they could easily sell that for themselves, but they've given of their time to give it to us so I that mean, we can raise money for the community. When you think about it, they're almost priceless in a sense. Yeah. Is there any anything else you guys want to add? Yeah, I can name off our committee members. So there's myself and Lisa, Kathy Skye, Anna Mae Rice, Trudy Thomas, Terry Thomas, Trisha LeBarn, and Candida Rice, and Helen Mentor Jarvis. So that's our committee members. So at the same time, like when putting in or requesting some support or whatever, some financial aid, if they're not comfortable just sending a message to our Dedewajat uh, Degenhas page or um, whatever the case may be, or calling, and they feel like they can maybe speak to one of us, or they want that personal connection, which which we prefer and we we like to do. Um, they can reach out to any one of those those committee members as well. Okay, great. Yep. You guys are always welcome to come back on here and talk to to the team over here at Yuri Was a uh, you know to get to get the word out to help you guys raise awareness, raise some funds, and uh, you know we're always here to help. Yeah, yeah, for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. Now go everybody for listening. Our other podcasts like Meatheads and The Beating Table can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify.
views and opinions of the guests expressed in this podcast do not reflect those of Redivisay and its employees.